All right. I have been informed that I'm starting this one. So here's me starting this one. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Tesseract TV. Uh, we're a podcast. We talk about, you know, all the Marvel Disney Plus shows and then occasionally the movies and then uh, other things. And then sometimes we don't. But anyways, hey, I'm one of your hosts, Curtis. I'm Heather. <laughs> and uh, today we're talking about uh, the third episode of Hawkeye. Um, and it's called Echoes because there's a there's a character here and she she goes by Echo. And so that's why it's called that. Well, she never we don't they haven't told us that she's called Echo yet. They haven't told us in the thing. You're correct. I think it's a you know, also, obviously, she's Echo, but very reminiscent of Clint spends half the episode without his hearing aid. So when he hears things, it just sounds like Echoes. Yes. Also, yes. Double meanings here. Lots of meanings to the title. Yeah. Um, um, and then it's written by Katrina Mathewson and Tanner Bean. <laughs> That's a funny name to me. Um, and uh, directed <laughs> by Bert and Bertie, which is also funny names. And it's funny. They're like a directing duo and they're like, oh, we're going to have funny names with our duo thing. I know. Like they get credited as Bert and Bertie, which cracks me up. I'm like, yeah. I, I always want to say Bert and Ernie. but <laughs> <laughs> they're probably odd but they d directed a great episode yeah i i enjoyed this episode it was fun i liked it a whole lot it was fun it was all the things it was fun and also like had emotion things and that's usually the combo i like a lot i uh i did have tears there there was the eyes welled up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they tried to catch me but they're not gonna catch me <laughs> Cash me outside. How <laughs> but we'll get to all that stuff. Um, all right, let's dive in. Yeah, I guess we're going to get right on up in here when we start with the flashback of uh, what turns out. At first, you know, I was thinking this might be Kate when it first started. What about you, the little girl? No, she had the face that looks just like Maya. Like they okay. cast... Plus, we already saw Kate as a little girl. Yeah, that's true. They want to use the same girl. I didn't know if they were trying to say, okay, we're going younger. You know, sometimes when they do that. But I guess right. that other girl was pretty young. And, I mean, she she nailed, they nailed the casting on that little girl because she had the little chubby cheeks. Like, <laughs> she looked perfectly like her. I thought, I thought it was great. But, yeah, no, I knew it was, I knew it was Maya. And uh, we see her in school and all the trouble she has. You know, we see things from her perspective. It's kind can't of like hear. her origin story, and yet mm -hmm. we don't know... Um, what we're getting yet. Well, we don't know. One, it's not really her origin because it's still her dad. It's just her childhood, really. It's just a glimpse into her, her childhood. Um, but I don't know the backstory on how she... And I don't know if this is in the comics because I don't know much about her. It's very um, close to what's in the comics. I'm glad you didn't over-research this one, so I get to be all know-it-all guy. Okay, good. Because uh, I don't know. How did she lose her hearing? Was she born deaf? Or, but I'm assuming not. I'm assuming it had something to do with an accident because she also is without the bottom half of her leg. Well, see, okay, the prosthetic thing, I think that's different. I think they did that because uh, the actress has that, the, the adult, adult actress. Oh, okay. So I think they just cast somebody who had, you know, the leg and they were like, okay, we're going to roll with it. Okay. So they just did that for the, the backstory. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she was born deaf. I believe so. Yeah. I don't remember there being any big traumatic events that made okay. her deaf. I was just wondering, because with the with the prosthetic foot, it seemed like it. Like there might be some accident connection thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which would then, you know, 
probably tie into uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is and uh, uh, we got to be careful on how we're going to play the uncle thing because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil things that yes kind of everywhere i will yes but not everybody's on the internet all the time okay but did you not get the vibe when uncle came by oh no i mean this isn't for me yeah i'm just saying but had i not heard anything that suit and that like that black suit and that hand sure there are heavy clues again i'm just it saying was we, heavy heavy handed <laughs> on who uncle is let's just be careful not everybody is you know i'm just saying okay okay Okay. just in case Mm -hmm. i don't want to ruin the whole thing we're halfway through and we still got to fit in uncle uh, at some point and yelena i hate all this stuff with these how short these uh these seasons are because it's always they're trying to put too much into one season then if they're going to be this short there's always so many things that they still end up having to do. And it's like, oh, hey, we're already halfway done and we haven't done this, this, this. Then they end up with those finales where they're like trying to cram everything in. <sighs> oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but okay. we get a great opening for uh, Maya. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see her whole backstory with, you know, her dad being in her corner and, you know, letting her know, hey, you're going to have to exist in two worlds. and You're going to figure out how to do it. Um, and this will make you stronger, all this stuff. And he apparently is part of the tracksuit mafia. He's apparently leading the tracksuit mafia. Yes, yes. Well, leading, he's under uncle. Right, but he's the boss of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uncle doesn't seem to have a, a, a day-to-day hand in the running of the mafia. Right. Like, he probably talks to her father, and that's it. Yep. So. Um, And, uh, yeah, well... So we get this whole loving thing and we're like, oh, her dad's so great. Da da da. She's taken down this kid at karate. Uh, and that reminded me just as a, a sl- another aside of uh, the time where <laughs> in high school, we had to, on, on the basketball team, we had to play a deaf school. And I kind of wish they would have beat our ass like Maya beat this dude's ass. <laughs> <laughs> so I could feel better about what happened, what actually oh, no. happened. <laughs> But we were told, we were told, you know, no special treatment. And that's all. I'll just leave it there. Anyways. uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know what's the right thing to do in that situation. I mean, 20 years later, you're still thinking about it. So. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, but I'm glad she beat that kid's ass. It made me feel better. Uh, and, uh, so we know she's like very skilled, um, at, you know, at things, everything pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we get a flashback of her showing up to, what is it? Fat man repair, auto repairs. Yeah. We're uh, there's so your, there, heavy-handed. There's your, there's your, cl- uh, your clue there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, turns out Ronan's up in there too. Yeah. He, uh, he made a house call. Yep, Ronan and, just uh, killing the shit out of everybody. Yeah, he's going full-on Punisher. Oh, boy. What did you think about this scene? Um, I, I liked it. It was cool seeing it from Maya's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there was a little, uh, like, her dad was just like, oh, I'm already dead. Like, I mean, maybe we could have tried to stop the bleeding a little bit. <laughs> Let's try something. <laughs> I mean, he just accepted death very quickly. Um, you know, it'd be like that sometimes. I don't know why Ronan didn't uh, go after her. 
I mean, because she was running in as he was diving out the window. Why would he leave a witness or not? a? Well, okay, he was off the rails, but he wasn't that off the rails, right? I don't think he was that off the rails. But he didn't, it seemed like he didn't even hear or notice her. Well, uh, yeah, he killed who who he had to kill and got out. What did they do that he had to kill them like that? Like, I mean, I guess they were just, he was taking out all the, uh, all the bad games. So that was his thing, because like it wasn't that uh, the one time we saw him was uh, what the Yakuza. Yeah, but like, th- no offense to the tracksuit mafia, bro, but they seem low level. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem like the the you know the main villain. <laughs> They're not the main villain, but sure. But like you know, he saw who he saw, and also sure, I'm sure they were peddling or doing or murdering or doing something because of who their you know who uncle is yeah um but yeah so and also i'm glad we got to see this because with all the stuff about ronin we only got that one scene in endgame you know where he's doing stuff so it was good to see more ronin action like oh okay this is why uh this is why everybody was like oh yikes you know yeah yeah i mean you know because we saw we see him like stab we we got the vibe but it's good to see just like oh he's murdering murdering Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that's what he does. And to be honest, I mean, Clint worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. for 20 years. He's, he's oh, been yeah. murdering, murdering before. It's fine. It's you. It's different when it's government sanctioned. I don't know why, but it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. Um, so then we get uh, back to present day where uh, Clint and Kate are being held uh, at the toy store. At um, KB Toys. <laughs> I love it. I mean, just the image of, of Hawkeye diving into a ball pit with his bow and arrow. It just made me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this mix of like seriousness, like, oh, look at this dire situation. And he's doing the cool stunt. And now he falls into a ball pit. <laughs> and and the uh the the tracksuit bros being like so amused by them riding the ponies like, <laughs> trying to get more quarters like that's that seems fun like if i had to sit here and wait for my boss to decide whether or not to talk to somebody i'm like that might be how i would entertain myself <laughs> <laughs> like yeah they're already on the ponies might as well yeah <laughs> and i like the guy uh about the imagine dragons that was so fun and Such I was I, I had the same thought as Kate when he <laughs> was like, okay, well now you don't have to see Imagine Dragons. Like <laughs> we thought that at the same time. Oh, <laughs> I I much like him, like Imagine Dragons. Oh well, um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> That's a personal decision. Um, so Kazi looks like a he's the low budget Game of Thrones guy. Is what he is right now. He looks like Jon Snow to you? Yeah. He is absolutely him, but like the knockoff version. Um, Like if I wh- bought him on a street corner in New York, like that's what I would get. So I was trying to track during this episode and I still don't have an answer. When do we learn his name? Uh, Clint says his name. But why would Clint know his name? Because Clint knows the tracksuit mafia. So like he, this is just he knows him from prior interactions. That's what yeah. that is. Yeah, okay. he knows him from prior things with the, uh, with the with the group. It appears because I 
I couldn't he track. Killed, he killed all of the tracksuit mafia and like her dad, but I guess not all of them because there's still some that know him. I, yeah, he just killed the ones in the auto repair shop. Yeah, and uh, I guess left Kazi alone. Well, Kazi might not have been there. What I thought was strange was um, she wasn't. She didn't know what his name was, and that's when Clint's like, "Oh, his name is Kazi." Then they go to the penthouse, and she's looking up his information and, and she has his last name she knows his last name that's what threw me off like i was like okay when did they all learn his name like i was really thrown off by that because yeah. i didn't even know his name and but i knew that name from the comics where it's a totally different interpretation of the character but mm. uh i was like hold up but why okay and i was very confused and i had to go back to the imdb and figure out oh it was that guy yes knock off uh knock off john snow is kazi <laughs> I prefer to just call him, you know, sound, uh, sign language interpreter guy. Yeah. He is, uh, he's very good at the interpreting. And I was, is Clint pretending not to know as much ASL? Like, No, I don't, I don't think he is. Or does he actually not know that much? I think he doesn't know that much. I think he, cause the hearing thing is new and I think he's in the process of learning. Okay, good. I did like the way they played that where like Clint is looking at Maya when he's talking to her, even though mm-hmm. we've got Kazi interpreting. Um, and then Kate, who obviously has not dealt with people who are deaf or hard of hearing, she's looking at Kazi. And I think Maya gets really pissed off. And that's part of the reason behind her grabbing her when she's talking to her, because Kate's not looking at Maya when they're having a conversation. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's really another thing it. that sets her set her off in that moment besides yeah. the flashbacks. Yeah. Because she goes, she she sees red quick. She's like, hey. <laughs> she maybe needs, you know, to, some meditation. Hey, you um, can't meditate over, hey, I think you killed my dad. Ain't no meditating on that. Oh, come on. I think by that point. Um, she oh, knows- yeah, you just get over it. Sure. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying by that point, I think Maya knows Kate Bishop is not the guy. I don't think so. Really? Really? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious when Clint's like, look at her. She's like nine. I think everybody like Maya's not stupid. She's not stupid, but I think she, you know, she was a girl who was she was a girl who was underestimated. So she probably doesn't, you know, take anything for granted in that way. Yeah, but I mean, she's not stupid. I, she's like, I mean, back in the school flashbacks, you know, the teacher's coming over to like yell at her, but then realizes she's already done all of her work. No, of course. I think she can recognize that Kate Bishop is not. Well, at that point, I don't think she does. Maybe later, at that point, I don't think she does. She knows at, that Kate is involved in something somehow, somewhere, because she had the suit and showed up to at, rescue him. But at that point, I think at that point, she's still seeing red, and she's still leading with emotion, and she's not putting it all together yet. I don't understand why nobody has figured out that Clint... That it's Hawkeye? Like... <laughs> He's not that great of a liar. Well, he's not technically lying about everything. I mean... Black Widow killed him. Well, Widow showed up and got him to stop killing people. Yeah. <laughs> that, she she was the, she put the end to his Ronin days. <laughs> I do like the way he played that scene, though. There was a lot of good, like, face acting and stuff. Can I say his, like, because his face is very expressive, but if Mm -hmm. you, like, are, if you go and you stop on Disney Plus and you watch, like, the, they always have, like, the little picture, the still for the episode or whatever, and it's, like, a scene, he is airbrushed to hell and back. He has a single wrinkle on his Oh, they take all his wrinkles out? And I'm, like, he just looks 
like Odo from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He does not look right in any of the stills that they do because they've why airbrushed do, Why so do much. they do that? I don't, I mean, airbrush a little, I, I would understand. But okay, but we look at stuff at 4K now. Like we gonna see the man got wrinkles. Like what are you doing? He has like he has like trenches in his forehead, and it's okay. It's fine. Like we know what the man looks like, and it looks good. I don't understand. They airbrushed the shit out of him. I especially noticed it on episode two, where it was just, boom. It was it was like he got Botox. That's such a weird thing. I don't know. Anyway, I was just thinking about that when you said face acting. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a good thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Um. So I liked all this fight scene stuff that happens here. Uh, Clint frees himself and yeah. uh, and it goes down. We see how capable Maya is. Like, you know, she's a badass. She's doing flips and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she knocks his damn hearing aid out and crushes that bitch because uh, she's like, mm, I don't like that you're using it. Yep. <laughs> like, I liked how she in that scene before where, you know, they're doing the interrogation. She was inclined to talk to him and she was going to like she was like feeling like, OK, well, I have a kindred spirit here. But then he, he hit, hit her with the more cookie, please. And she's like, oh, you're a joke. Fuck it. Mm hmm. <laughs> Donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> yeah, it was that version of that. <laughs> so, but, um, I loved uh, Kate feeling like totally out of her element, and yet still like holding her own, obviously, mm-hmm. but t- still trying to play catch up. Like she's obviously still playing at hero as much as she thinks she's the greatest archer in the world. Um, then the car chase scene was so much fun. Yeah, that was great. The one in the uh the the car the beginning, where you you know with the the cameras tracking around the car you're seeing all the the track shoot bros and their moving trucks, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and like the progression of it getting worse and <laughs> them coming out the back with the guns. Oh, that was good. Uh, I loved the, the them trying to communicate without him being able to hear her. her <laughs> I'll do that as soon as you label these damn things. Uh, thank you. Uh, how do you know you like you are act going to accidentally pull the wrong arrow one day? Like <laughs> that was that was fun. Yeah, that, we would exactly what I was thinking. I I wish they would show us how what his system is. Like maybe he has like a placement system or something. Like I want to know what his system actually was. I mean, he kind of looks at them. What I want to know is why he handed her the acid arrows to drop the stoplights. What did that do? The cars are still following him. We just fucked up those stoplights, so now that intersection. There's going to be chaos in the rest of the day. Yeah, it's not like they were following the red light. <laughs> it, it was. It was not like there was immediate, like immediately, an accident because of that there that stopped them, like that blocked their way from chasing him. Oh, that's it's. I didn't even think about that. You you raise a good point. Somebody let us know. Well, because I was just watching this chase scene, and while it was awesome and cool and fun, I'm like. Well, we just destroyed a bridge now. Like, can, do we have another infrastructure bill to get this fixed? Like, her her credit cards are canceled. She can't even pay for breakfast at the diner. Who's covering this? Like, your drama has now inconvenienced all of New York. Thank you. That's why it would suck to live at one of these, like, heavily superheroed places. Because they always bring in drama. Yeah. And it's his own personal drama. This is not even saving the world drama. <laughs> Like, like you started this. Like at least if you're it's an alien invasion and you're protecting us from that, like, okay, I can kind of be like, all right, taxpayers will fund the the recovery of saving New York because you saved the world and whatever. But no, man, this is your own own little bullshit drama, and now you've destroyed a bridge. You make points that are good. 
but that's what yeah i don't know that's 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 how it goes there's a giant arrow in the middle of the bridge just sitting there uh, you know it's a collector's item if somebody has a good crane they can have that bird. how are they gonna clear that off the fucking <laughs> but that pim arrow Ooh. oh it's fantastic that was all sick. the arrows. Let's see what what that did we have? Sick. We had a we had a putty arrow. We the, had the, yeah. no, the the knockout gas or whatever that gas was. I like that. all of his things are purple, and then he acted like it was weird to for her to suggest a purple costume. I'm like, purple's already your <laughs> you already got a color coding thing. Like uh, the acid arrow that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. There was the weird. Uh, there was a plunger arrow. There was the weird arrow that grabbed all the Christmas trees. Yeah, like I almost I called it the I thought of it as the spider web arrow. Okay. It, it seemed to have lots of lots of know, little grappling wires coming off of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And then we have the grappling hook. And which uh, uh, was that an arrow or was that part of his bow when they come off the bridge? I think that's always an arrow. Okay. Because she was also holding onto his bow as they yeah. were falling. I always try like, to fi- figure out shooting? the the physics because I had the same problem with uh on the arrow show where he would use that same bow and i'm like how what's the physics of that like does it like hang on to the bow once you shoot it like the bottom part as an anchor i don't know yeah because i mean it's not running through your hands i that's why i really felt like it came out of the arrow or the bow but um i loved uh kate using his and she was shooting left-handed and then she uses hers and she's shooting right-handed oh i didn't even notice that i want to go back and watch now yeah yeah was she really yeah so she's just that good. That's probably why, you know, on the on the subway. Is he he's like, so he's left-handed? He's I don't left-handed. know notice stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, that's so cool. They shoot from different sides of their faces where they hold it up. So yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Now I want to go back and watch. Just a lot of uh, attention to detail. Um, so I mean, I just I loved their whole their whole vibe during that chase, thinking the same things. And and she's like, oh, we're communicating. <laughs> yeah, she's so excited. <laughs> um, and then on the subway, of course, like that's just a funny scene. I love I love the way they played everything where he wasn't able to hear her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do, and you do. At first, you're like, oh damn, Clint's not even thinking about the dog like her because her first thought is, oh, we gotta get that dog. Like, oh, this is just an ordinary day again. Let's get the dog. <laughs> gotta <laughs> take the dog out. Like, he said something like super meaningful, and as she's like trying to process this, he's back to the dog. <laughs> I just, I, I loved it. I love their vibe. Their vibe together was so good. He, she got validation in that moment from him because at first he was skeptical about her claim about being a great archer, and now he sees what she can do. Yeah, yeah, she was able to. Uh, I mean, she didn't do anything Hawkeye level. Let's let's be clear. I mean, she, but she has some skill, you know, he, he, she was able to take direction, like, hey, shoot this arrow in the sky, have it aim for this car. Yeah. Like, it's going to be good. Like, she's able to do all that stuff, shoot out the lights. We don't know why the lights were important, but she was able to do it. That, it does bug me that we, why did we use two acid arrows on that for no reason? <laughs> it made like he, no difference other than affecting the people trying to commute to work later. And like, she was doing all this while out of a car, you know. He's seeing that she, okay, she's definitely got a lot of skill. He's seen it now. Yeah. Then we uh, then we end up back at uh, her aunt's apartment. Oh, I forgot. One yep. more thing about the car chase. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, does S.H.I.E.L.D. give you Dominic Toretto training when you go in there to know how to <laughs> do uh, driving backwards and shit? Right? It's like <laughs> you drive backwards, but 
in a straight like you can weave in and out backwards and you're through a christmas tree farm yeah i mean (laughs) i did enjoy the running over santa (laughs) and like i knew as soon as he ran over i knew it was gonna pop up but it still made me laugh when it did (laughs) even though i saw it coming i loved it um yeah and then the the quick stop on the bridge when he can finally see again and you slide mm-hmm. like, he's i'm like oh we're doing a tokyo drift here okay <laughs> <laughs> hot mess yeah yeah and he wanted her to drive like, <laughs> yeah no even if she could drive which she said she can't and that makes sense for a girl growing up in new york city mm-hmm. um, even if she could drive she wasn't gonna drive like that no well he would have handled it quicker probably though Maybe, yeah. He would have been able uh, to use those arrows that were too dangerous, which I think he just left in that car on the bridge when they jumped off. Surely, well, they were on his back. They were on his back. But what about the ones he pulled out because they were too dangerous in the beginning? Uh, don't think about that. Stop that. <laughs> okay, where, where were you going he next? Even, um, did he bring? All, he brought his bow and arrow with him on vacation with his kids to go see Rogers for the musical. Why he was wouldn't planning he? Planning on getting into trouble is what is what's happening. You always well, you're a, he's an agent. He's planning on trouble being everywhere. Mm. They're paranoid. Yeah. That's how they're trained to be. Like there's danger always out there. You don't know. And he should just retire to his little farm and stay there. Well, he tried that, and then Endgame happened, or Infinity War happened. Now Civil War. He was retired, and then Civil War happened, and he was like, "All right, I'll join." And then he did some time, and then he goes back at his farm. Honestly, um, if he's like, oh, my wife would divorce me if I wore that costume. I'm like, she didn't divorce you when you were... Uh, Killing peoples. An international fugitive, like, and having to hide out in Wakanda because every government in the world w- wanted you. Um, she didn't divorce you when you were on house arrest for or whatever the government decided to give to you when you made that deal didn't divorce you when you were on a murderous went on a murderous rampage like when you've come out of retirement 12 times i think you're safe with her <laughs> i think this is the one bro <laughs> like i think you're pretty solid there's <laughs> maybe she has weird lines like hey the mask on a costume can't do it oh yeah okay uh, she's got a weird fetish we know it it's fine <laughs> Anyway, uh, then we uh, get back to the uh, her aunt's apartment, and we get the, the phone call. The phone oh, my call. gosh. They tried to kill me. Oh, it was so, it was so, I don't, oh, when I actually did, when she held up the sign, says it's okay if you can't be home for Christmas. I'm like, no. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I actually got, like, I welled up, and I'm like, like, because the music changes right then, and he kind of pauses, and he was so good He gets that. choked up at one point, and he's he like, oh, so damn it. Good. Oh, it was, oh. Yeah, that was a whole great scene. That was, that yeah. was great acting on everybody's part. And uh, I especially, well, I get triggered by the part where he's promising to be there, and I'm like, don't be promising stuff. Like, just say, I'll try my best or something. No, Don't be pulling, uh, pulling out full promises on these kids. No, you know for sure. Like, this season, I like, ends with him walking in the door last minute for, like, Christmas dinner or, like, Kate feels so bad about this that she ends up taking her mom's credit card and, like, flying his family into New York to see him. Like, or he dies. Jesus Christ, what kind of a leap is that? 
it's not a leap. It's the hero's journey. Like something happens, he sacrifices his life for Kate or something. It could go that route. And they're trying to, you know, if this is his swan song to, you know, you know, be with uh, Chris Evans and Downey and all them in the uh, Avengers Hall of Fame. You think this is and this is leading toward his death? Well, because they're passing the torch. It could be. It, it's a possibility. It, I don't think for sure, but it's a possibility. It's on the table. I think it's he's going to like it ends with them his family being together for Christmas and he now has so much trust in her that he's willing to hand over the mantle of Hawkeye where and stop coming out of retirement because he knows there's somebody else who can take it up. Well, let's hope it's that one. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not death (laughs) and orphaned children. Jesus, Curtis, come on. It'd be like that. They won't be orphaned. They still got a mama. Just be daddyless, but you know, Avenger. I mean, be they, like that. They're they're kind of like that already because he's always running off somewhere. He's else, always so. running off, and you know, they all kind of die. So, wow. Hope they have a good life insurance policy. Well, they have to. The premiums on that, like for an Avenger, like who would insure an Avenger? Honestly, what insurance company would be like? Yeah, it has I'll to be through the. Has you. to be through the government. He's not a government agent anymore. Shield is gone. What is Shield status right now? Are they gone? Gone? Because like in Far From Home, they were still kind of doing a thing. I don't know. He was gov- He's supposed to be governed under the Sokovia Accords now, right? I don't even know what the status of those things are. Mm. Well, who last touched on the Sokovia Accords? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I mean, they had to get, he had to get clearance to fly into different countries, right? Yeah, okay. Of course, okay. he was still working as an independent contractor for the government, which he would have to get clearance anyway, even if he wasn't acting on his own as an Avenger. I don't know. That's what you come here for, for, for uh, folks, the, 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 the logistics. We're, we're, we're about logisticals around here. That's the shit that I find interesting. I'm like, <laughs> who, who is answering? Who is paying for that fucking bridge? Come on. <laughs> Is he? They're gonna see no consequences for destroying a, a bridge and oh, yeah, probably not. I no. mean, but he's already murdered the people that got away with it. So why would he see consequences for a bridge? My tax dollars. My tax dollars go to this bullshit. You're not living in New York. It's not yours. The superheroes know better than to come to Florida. What? That only comes out of their state taxes. I don't know. I'm just saying. Superheroes know better than to come to Florida. You don't have anything to worry about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Um. So then, what? We go on a trip to get his hearing fixed, right? Yeah, they get the to hearing Chinatown. Aid, go to the diner. Try to uh, try to name Pizza Dog. Which, yep, which he he clearly likes Pizza Dog. Um, I, I really did love the uh, little old Caesar. <laughs> I like Sir, uh, Sir, or what was it, Sir Duke of Pizza? Sir, Sir, Do- Sir Pizza of Dog or something? Uh, yeah, I, that was fun. Uh, I went with Little Caesar. That was because I like Little Caesars and Caesars. <laughs> pizza, pizza. I, I, I like that. Um, I also <laughs> how many like times the... is Kate bringing up her mom canceling her credit cards, though. <laughs> that's you know that's affecting her lifestyle. She's used to having money on her. <laughs> Um, so spoiled. I like the scene before where they were waiting outside for the, the hearing aid to get fixed or whatever, or for the lady to show up, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
and oh, the, uh, hawk the Hawkeye, yeah, <laughs> the lame joke on the phone, and he's just like block delete. I just like his grumpiness because I'm like, yep, I would, I would say the same shit. I relate oh. to that part of him so much. Um, in the diner is where she, I, I almost thought she was going to get it. Um, when she's like, Ronan is someone close to you. That's why you're protecting them, right? I'm like, oh, honey, you're so close. So, so dumb. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why can we not figure this out because he's so good you know he's a good guy and that's why he's trying to tell her yo i'm not a role model i guess they think uh you know oh well he uses a bow and arrow he doesn't know how to use a sword even though she knows how to do both maybe i don't um i to me it's more of a okay he's an avenger he wouldn't he would never you know it's just so far away from what mm-hmm. they would think seems like a lot of avengers kill people they yeah but it's circumstantial is like you know the context but not like oh okay we're, i'm targeting gangs because yeah. mm. <laughs> because it's different from like the way they usually kill people in avengers it's usually okay we're in the moment now and like the way ronin was going after people was much more punisher style yeah um we do get them. He starts to give her a little bit more of a backstory on uh, the tracksuit mafia uh, and more hints at uncle in that conversation. Oh, what do they say in that one? When he talks about how Maya's not the boss, there's someone above her. And, right. And, and goes through. That's when they, it, that's when he tells her apparently Kazi's full name uh, is spells out his last name. And, <laughs> and they put it in the computer. <laughs> What I loved um, when they get to the penthouse, Kate, or uh, they walk in and the, like the elevators open up and Clint's like, "This is a home." Like he's shocked. Like this bitch doesn't know five different billionaires. I guess he never got invited to. Well, he did get invited to the Christmas party that one time or whatever party that was in the Age of Ultron. Yeah, he you know he was at Stark Tower. Um, he he was at Avengers Compound, which is a really like you knew that was Tony's uh, mansion before he built it or whatever. Like that's a nice place. Um, just spend any time in Wakanda. They seem pretty fucking rich. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he's like, people live like this. This is a normal New York penthouse. Like, yeah, you've been around rich people before. That's yeah. true. Don't, I still don't like act it, though. Like you're you're some down home farm boy who doesn't have enough, like who didn't just spend sixteen hundred bucks a night at the Peninsula Hotel with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Heather looked up the cost. She knows. Like and that and that's the cheap regular hotel room version. Not even the suite that you're in. You have to call for that. Was like two grand a night. You're spending ten grand on one week in fucking New York. She's on to you, Clint. (laughs) Yeah. Don't go Uh Ronan and stab her. Uh, (laughs) You know, maybe that's why he has so much money. Maybe Ronan started like taking all of the the money from the the bad guys, like a little Robin Hood action. And I like to hear the mention that, you know, when Kate was young, she swung off the chandelier. <laughs> Little mini Hawkeye shenanigans. Yeah, seems cute. Um, when she looks up Kazi uh, before she shuts down the system by searching for, for Jack and her mom's security things, um, Kazi works for Sloan Limited. Is that something that we would know from the comics? Is that an Easter egg of some kind? It might be. I, it doesn't ring a bell for me. Okay. But it very well might be. I just, I'm, I might just be blanking. 
Interesting. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure it's something. And then, um, well, that's kind of where that's where the episode ends as he wanders around in the irony of the Ronin blade being at his throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's going to recognize his blade, and then I'm sure there's going to be a turnaround where the where Jack says you, you get gets out of it some kind of way without the violence. I'm sure he's going to act dumb or whatever again. Well, I know that something happens because I, I expected to see it at the end of this episode, but in the previews, one of the previews, uh, a thing that stood out um, was Eleanor being like, why is there an Avenger in my home? Okay, so yeah, they're all going to have a meeting at some point. So she's going to walk in at some point and, and see what's going on. Um, I don't. I think there's a twist. I don't think Jack gets revealed as like villain. No, here. I don't either. Yeah. Um, I I will say, hmm, it was an interesting way to like close out this episode, but I'm mad about the episode length. Yeah, yeah, it was quick. Hmm, because I'm like, y'all could have fit more in here, but whatever. Um, but yeah, was there anything else that were? Oh, so I'm not following rumors or whatever. So all that aside, um. Do we think we're going to get the actor who has previously played Uncle to, <laughs> to show up? So. I think so. Or do you think it was just going to be left to that little uh, implication? Or it could just be a, a like a like a from the back type reveal. Mm-hmm. Or you have like getting into a car and it's like kind of like what we saw here where you saw half of the leg and the hand or whatever touching his face. So maybe it ends with like getting into a car and seeing the leg go in and somebody saying his name. Um, but I think, I do think that the, the leaks are so much and yet Marvel's not really shutting them down. Like you see this with the no way home leaks all over the place. Yeah. I'm trying to dodge all that stuff though, as best of my ability. So Marvel's, I don't Marvel's like letting it go because like Jimmy Kimmel is asking questions about the, the no way home leaks and, and who is in that movie and who isn't. And he works for ABC. So if they told him, don't ask those questions, like he works for the mouse if they told him don't ask those questions or don't bring up those leaks, then he wouldn't. So it's part of their marketing at this point. Mm, um, all of yeah. these uh, leaks and theories about who's in what. And I think it's the same with this show, honestly. Well, it takes the fun out. I don't like it, but whatever. Um, that is true. That is true. Um, by the way, do you have far from home tickets? Or no, no way home ticket. Sorry. Um, I, I have Friday morning. I didn't try to go for Thursday night. I was just like, what ofs? Uh, I didn't want to make morning work though. Well, well, I mean, Friday at 11 a.m. Right. I mean, I'm done with do, work by then. I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm going to do to dodge. Uh, oh. because. Hmm. When, when can you make it work? Oh, mine. I'm at. 10 o'clock that thursday oh but then you don't how much do you need to dodge well okay so there's going to be two prior showings you know they start at three so stay off your phone or stay off the internet for two hours but then okay it opens in it opens in europe on the 15th like at least on england 
Right, right. Okay, so you can dodge for a day. With my job? I don't know. I, yeah, it's possible. I think it can be done. Well, assuming no, like, big publications spoil anything like they did on Eternals, where everybody's like, oh, hey, Harry Styles. <laughs> and it's like, dang, the movie ain't even come out yet. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Mm. All right. All right. Anyways, I think that's all I got. Uh, what do you got? You got any quotey quotes? Um, my quotey quote is um, uh, definitely her her talking about that. Uh, I'll do that as soon as you label these damn things. Talking about the arrows. I, I enjoyed <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Clint's uh, talking to Kate. And she's talking about how, you know, she's suspicious of her soon to be stepdad. And she's like, yeah, I tried, you know, I stabbed him in the face. He's like, you tried to stab your mom's death, your, your mom's fiance in the face. Yeah. They're, they're we fun. know she's, we know she's right. But like, from his perspective, he's like, okay, you're a crazy kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what's your rating have, thing? Things? Oh, my rating. Um, what did I give the last one? Sevens? Uh, yeah, seven. Uh, I will give this one an eight. This one was fun. Eight pizza dogs. All right. I struggled with this because I wanted to go full 10, but I'm taking a half, uh, 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 what is it? A tenth, uh, half a tenth of a point? I don't know how to do math. Anyways, it's going to be a 9.5. So half a point off. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> You're taking five tenths off, yeah, half a point um because of the episode length that i feel like they uh shafted me and i wow. don't like it this is nine and a half that is yeah that I, is I liked everything about this yes there was no nice. slow moments in this for me okay i feel like if they had made it longer you probably would have the pacing would have changed and you wouldn't have loved it as much so be careful what you wish for that's true you have points but no 9.5 is where we're staying okay anyway. because the seasons are so damn short yeah, you know, it happens. We're almost uh we're almost done. We're we'll get uh, three more episodes. So we've got like what, an hour and 20 minutes left, maybe hour and a half of content. Oh my gosh. It depends on what the episode links are. Cuz they're always all fuzzy on them. I mean, I like that though. That's what the that's the beauty of streaming is that it's not like a network TV where you have to fit into a 30 minute or a 60 minute slot. Right. Um, because then you can just tell the story in the part that needs to be told. Like you don't have to add in filler or, you know, and you just, that seemed like that must be a natural stopping point. Yeah, it had to be. So I liked it. Okay. I have no problem with the lengths of that. I mean, I wish I would have wanted more content. Yes, but not at the expense of the story. It's a minor problem. I don't actually have a big problem with it. It's fine. All right. Well, if you can tell me who is going to pay for the bridge um, or why they had to knock those stoplights off uh, off of their things with acid, uh, please let me know. Uh, we are I'll consult on- Reddit. <laughs> We're on social media at Tesseract TV. You can email us, Tesseract TV podcast at gmail.com. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Bye.